You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 133 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Kel? Oh, pretty good. Just have a, a little cold, so feeling a bit under the weather, but happy to be here. So our taters will have two gravelly voices on the mic today. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you feel better. Thanks, bud. I got a big glass of OJ next to me. So whenever I have colds, I'm like, I guess it's screwdrivers for me tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, darn. (laughs) Ding it. So we've got a brand new visual roundup on our website. It's a fun one. Make sure and take a look. We also have two new Patreons. Huge thanks to both Chloe and Daniel. Woo! Expect some goodies in the mail soon. Welcome aboard, y'all. It's the coolest club in town. (laughs) In all of our collective towns. I have a pretty fun lineup for this episode, but do you know two things that are not on the docket? Oh, no. What are they? Bruno and Jada, because as we all know, we don't talk about them. (laughs) I'm not doing it. We are not touching it. All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is gay genres. G-A-Y-G-E-N-R-E-S. And the question that goes with this anagram is... First published in 1847, what was the debut novel of English author Anne Bronte? This novel follows a governess as she works within the families of English gentry. Moving on to round one. Round number one is called On a Run. This one goes out to all of you marathon runners or aspiring marathon runners. This round is a general knowledge round with answers that include the word run or the letters R-U-N in order. Question number one. Allison Chains, Soundgarden, and Mudhoney were three influential Seattle-based bands to what rock subgenre most popular in the 1990s? Question number two. What 1989 Disney sci-fi comedy film starred Rick Moranis as Wayne Zielinski, a struggling inventor who has an experiment go wrong? Question number three. What educational comedy program on Comedy Central features episodes where an inebriated narrator struggles to recount a historical event while actors enact the narrator's antidotes and dialogue. Question number four. What disturbing novelty Christmas song, originally performed in 1979 by the country duo Elmo and Patsy, tells the story of an elderly partygoer 
who staggers into a snowstorm and is found trampled the next day. Question number five. Bordered by Quebec to the north, what is the only Canadian province with both French and English as its official languages? Question number six. One half of the R&B duo Silk Sonic, what American musician has received 11 Grammy Awards and tours with his backing band, The Hooligans? Question number seven. What 1998 German experimental thriller film centers around a young woman who is determined to deter her boyfriend from committing a bank robbery? but experiences a loop of event restarts after finding herself in fatal scenarios. Question number eight. Also known as the Hungry Caterpillar, what street and fad dance originated in the early 1980s and consists of a hopping or sliding step done in such a way at speed to simulate a runner? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one on a run. Question number one. Alice in Chains, Soundgarden, and Mudhoney were three influential Seattle-based bands in the rock subgenre, grunge. I feel like all those grunge bands have been hit so hard with so many premature deaths. They just keep coming, it seems. Yeah. I mean, Alice in Chains, Lane Staley died way too young. Soundgarden, we have Chris Cornell. Then just recently, Taylor Hawkins. Like, ugh, that's brutal. Yeah, it's pretty devastating. So sad. Question number two. The 1989 Disney sci-fi comedy film starring Rick Moranis is... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I do remember this one. Who could forget it? (laughs) (laughs) And then there was like sequels. Now we've enlarged those kids, you know. Yeah, it's a bit much. Maybe it's time to hang up the lab coat. Mr. Zelinsky. (laughs) <laughs> the experiments are not working. Or maybe just don't involve your children. Right? Stop putting them under weird lasers. <laughs> it was the 80s, though. I mean, anything went in the 80s. <laughs> Question number three. The Comedy Central series featuring an inebriated narrator struggling to recount a historical event is... Drunk History. I thought you were going to say trivia time. And I was going to be like, I've not had any drinks today. Thank you very much. (laughs) It is 11 (laughs) a.m. I wish we were on Comedy Central. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Good show, though. Super fun. Really good. Question number four. The Christmas song that tells the story of an elderly party goer who staggers into a snowstorm and is found trampled the following day is... Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Yeah, I was always really bothered by this song. I was like, why is it so upbeat? Poor Grandma. It's sad. I know. Question number five. 
Bordered by Quebec to the north, the only Canadian province with both French and English as its official languages is New Brunswick. Question number six. The musician who has received 11 Grammy Awards and tours with his backing band, The Hooligans, is Bruno Mars. So I just want to share a closet with that guy because I feel like we're probably similar in stature. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and have a love of, of tracksuits and retro gear. Yeah. So he's got a dream closet. He's a smooth dude. Sure is. And so talented. Question number seven. The 1998 German experimental thriller film that centers around a young woman who experiences a loop of event restarts after finding herself in fatal scenarios is Run Lola Run. That was a fun one. And that lead actress, she was super cute. Yeah, it was a good one. They should have a sequel with Bill Murray that's called like Run Bob Run. <laughs> that's a sequel of What About Bob and Run Lola Run. Should they? <laughs> It's all about event restarts, no? That's true. I will watch anything with Bill Murray, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight. Also known as the Hungry Caterpillar, the street dance that originated in the early 1980s is The Running Man. A classic. Moving on to round two. Round number two is something we like to do from time to time on Trivia Time. It's actually one of my favorite types of music rounds. This one is called Smothered and Covered and is a music round of cover songs. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for original recording artist. We don't need to know who covered the song. We just need to know the song title and the original recording artist for a half point each. One. Six. Ain't got no 
seven. the answers for round two, Smothered and Covered. And as a reminder, you only needed to include the song title and the original recording artist, but I will also provide the cover artist in the answers. Song number one was Wild Horses, covered by The Sundays, originally recorded by The Rolling Stones. Song number two was Panama, covered by The Bird and the Bee, originally recorded by Van Halen. Song number three was This Woman's Work, covered by Maxwell, originally recorded by Kate Bush. Song number four was Where Have All the Good Times Gone, covered by Van Halen, originally recorded by The Kinks. Song number five was Love Fool, covered by Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox, originally recorded by The Cardigans. Song number six was I Want to Be Your Lover, covered by Corinne Bailey Ray, originally recorded by Prince. Song number seven was Smells Like Teen Spirit, covered by Irina Slokoff in the Black Widow soundtrack, originally recorded by Nirvana. Song number eight was These Days, covered by Cat Power, originally recorded by Nico and the Velvet Underground. These days, these days I seem to think a lot. 
So there's a lot going on on this list. <laughs> I'll say. A lot of good, though. I love a good cover song. I mean, any cover by Cat Power is incredible. Her Satisfaction cover is one of my favorites. I hit you all with a little back-to-back Van Halen. That was wild. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I prefer the Kinks version of Where Have All the Good Times Gone. The Kinks are the best. And for Panama, I actually prefer the Bird and the Bee version. I love that duo. I do, too. Their covers are incredible. And that Kate Bush song is gorgeous. I just love that Maxwell even thought to cover that. He's a sexy dude. And shout out to Zach, who gave me the heads up about that Corin Bailey Ray Prince cover. Because that's a fun one, too. I didn't know about that one. I didn't either. And then it came up when you were on your trivia time maternity leave. (laughs) (laughs) Unpaid. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to round three. Round number three goes out to our patron Cody and her partner and little pup. They are Trivia Time listeners, and they are currently living the good life on the road. This round goes out to them. It is called Van Life. Hit the road with this round, all about living that sweet nomad life. Thank you, Cody and Grace. Question number one. 60% of American RVs are produced in a town named Elkhart, which is also home to the RV MH Motorhome Hall of Fame and Museum with a north-to-south route being Interstate 69 and an east-to-west route being Interstate 70, what U.S. state is Elkhart located in? Question number two. What 2006 dark comedy film starring Steve Carell and Tony Collette centers on a lovable but dysfunctional family? as they travel 800 miles in a Volkswagen van en route to a beauty pageant. Question number three. The 1980 road trip anthem, On the Road Again, was written and originally released by what American musician? Question number four. With more than 500 North American locations, KOA is the largest system of privately owned campgrounds in the world. What does KOA stand for? Question number five. With a bus-turned-RV valued at $2.7 million, what diva has dubbed her lavish home on wheels the Gypsy Wagon? Question number six. The first model of the popular caravan brand Airstream was the Clipper and sold for $1,200. What decade did the Airstream Clipper debut? Question number seven. What late great comedian portrayed Matt Foley in an SNL skit, an intense motivational speaker, thrice divorced and living in a van? Down by the river. Question number eight. Spanning over 29,000 miles, what is the longest roadway in the world? Starting in Alaska and moving through Canada, the U.S., Mexico, and Central America, what is this highway?
We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three, van life. Question number one. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? Are you running it back thrice on Van Halen? <laughs> no, I was actually just practicing the running man. <laughs> AKA the hungry caterpillar. I've never even actually heard it called that. <laughs> no, me either. It's the running man. Actually, that was the sound of a triple tater. So if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. 60% of American RVs are produced in a town named Elkhart, which is located in Indiana. Question number two. The 2006 dark comedy film centering on a family as they travel 800 miles in a Volkswagen van en route to a beauty pageant is Little Miss Sunshine. Question number three. The 1980 road trip anthem, On the Road Again, was released by Willie Nelson. Our favorite little grandpa with prairie braids, am I right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's a national treasure. Yeah. Question number four. KOA, the largest system of privately owned campgrounds in the world, stands for Campgrounds of America. Yep, so that K, they did a little switch up on that spelling of campgrounds. Got us. Whoa, crazy. It works well with their logo that resembles a teepee. That's true. Some of these KOA campgrounds are pretty plush, though. Really? I've never been. <laughs> oh, well, I went to one last year and they had cabins that you could stay on with plumbing and whatnot. Oh, good. But there was like obstacle courses and gorgeous bike paths, a pool. Oh, that's nice. I take plumbing in a pool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, Cody and Grace are like, that's not camping. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Question number five. The diva with a lavish home on wheels valued at $2.7 million and dubbed the Gypsy Wagon is Dolly Parton. So I'm kind of lukewarm on that name. <laughs> yeah. That said, this also sounds like my type of camping. Yeah, same. I'll do this. There's an entire room dedicated to her wigs on this bus. What a legend. I know. Question number six. The Airstream Clipper debuted in the 1930s and 1936 to be exact. I want an Airstream Clipper now and I still only want to pay $1,200. Make it happen. Yeah, they're very hip now. I mean, who doesn't love an Airstream? No, they're gorgeous. I want one. Question number seven. The late great comedian who portrayed a motivational speaker living in a van down by the river on SNL was Chris Farley. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced and I live in a van down by the river. He's hilarious. Yeah, I liked this one. <laughs> Rest in peace. Question number eight. Spanning over 29,000 miles, the longest roadway in the world is the Pan-American Highway. I would have said like I-5. I don't know. Uh, me either. Probably because I just tap out after three hours. I'm like, okay, let me out. I'm done. Right? Yeah. I don't Take know. me to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to round four. 
Round number four is called Sersha, Sersha, Sersha. Happy birthday to Sersha Ronan. This episode actually comes out on Sersha Ronan's birthday. So this round is for her. It is all about her impressive life and career. Question number one. Sersha has been nominated for a Best Actress Academy Award four times. List three of these four films these performances were from for a point. Question number two. In the 2020 romantic drama Ammonite, Sersha portrays the role of Charlotte, a depressed wife of a geologist who is entrusted under the care of a fossil collector, who then becomes her lover. What A-list English actress co-stars as her lover? Question number three. What 2014 Wes Anderson film did Sersha portray a supporting role as a baker in? Question number four. Sersha portrayed Abigail Williams in a 2016 Broadway revival of what Arthur Miller play based on the Salem Witch Trials? Question number five. What country was Sersha born in? Question number six. Sersha was featured in the music video for the song Cherry Wine in 2016, which brought attention to domestic violence. What musician, better known for his 2013 single Take Me to Church, released this video and song? Question number seven. What alliteratively named filmmaker directed both of the films Lady Bird as well as the 2019 remake of Little Women, casting Sersha in leading roles in both movies? Question number eight. You must correctly spell Sersha for a point. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four. Sersha, Sersha, Sersha. Question number one. You needed to list three of the four films that Sersha has been nominated for a Best Actress Academy Award for, and they are Atonement, Lady Bird, Little Women, and Brooklyn. And she hasn't won yet, but she's still young. So talented. Yeah, she's got time. I mean, we all have time. <laughs> True enough. Question number two. Sersha's co-star in the 2020 romantic drama Ammonite was Kate Winslet. Surprise, I included this movie in this round. Wow, what? <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. The 2014 Wes Anderson film that Sersha portrayed a baker in was The Grand Budapest Hotel. Question number four. 
Saoirse portrayed Abigail Williams in a 2016 Broadway revival of The Crucible. Question number five. The country Saoirse was born in is the U.S. So she was actually born in New York City, although she does consider herself as much Irish as she does American. Plot twist. And she possesses dual citizenship to both countries. There you go. Question number six. Saoirse was featured in the music video for the song Cherry Wine, released by the musician Hozier. He is also of Irish descent. I did not know that. Fun fact. Question number seven. The filmmaker who directed both Lady Bird and Little Women is Greta Gerwig. She rules, and the two of them seem to have the sweetest friendship. Yeah, good chemistry. Yeah, I want to hang out with them. Agreed. Hey, ladies. <laughs> next round's on me. <laughs> Question number eight. You had to correctly spell Sersha for a point, and that is... S-A-O-I-R-S-E. That's a lot of vowels. Vowel soup up in there. Which reminds me I'm a little overdue for an, for an irritable vowel syndrome round. Heads up, one of those will be coming at you soon. <laughs> Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What Charles M. Schultz comic strip franchise centered around main character Charlie Brown and his group of friends? Question number two. What American rock band has released the hit albums Kerplunk, Insomniac, and Revolution Radio? Question number three. What Eastern Division NFL team with an alliterative name has never won the Super Bowl? Founded in 1960, this team plays its home games at Highmark Stadium. Question number four. Based on a 1922 F. Scott Fitzgerald short story of the same name, what 2008 film directed by David Fincher starred Brad Pitt as the titular character? This film was nominated for a whopping 13 Academy Awards. Question number five. What crime comedy drama TV series aired on Fox for 12 seasons and starred Emily Deschanel as a forensic anthropologist who forms an alliance with an FBI special agent? Question number six. What Eastern Conference NBA team won the NBA championship in 2021, their first in 50 years? This team was led by their power forward, who goes by the nickname The Greek Freak, who nabbed the finals MVP award. Question number seven. 
what American musician nicknamed the Man in Black was the subject of the award-winning 2005 biopic, Walk the Line. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The comic strip franchise centering around main character Charlie Brown and his group of friends is Peanuts. Shout out to our softball lesbian buddy Peppermint Patty, am I right? (laughs) Total les. Yes, sir. (laughs) Question number two. The rock band who released the hit albums Kerplunk, Insomniac, and Revolution Radio is Green Day. Question number three. The Eastern Division NFL team that has never won the Super Bowl and plays its home games at Highmark Stadium is the Buffalo Bills. Better luck next year, boys. Go sports. Oh, poor buds. They went to four back-to-back Super Bowls and never won. Always a bridesmaid. Those bridesmaid bills, am I right? It'd be hard. (laughs) Question number four. The 2008 film, directed by David Fincher and starring Brad Pitt as the titular character, is The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Fun fact, Taylor Swift has a cat named Benjamin Button. Super cute. So cute. Question number five. The crime comedy drama TV series that starred Emily Deschanel as a forensic anthropologist is Bones. And she is Zoe Deschanel's sister. That is the link there, if you're wondering. I'm still wondering what the heck Zoe Deschanel is doing with that property brother weirdo. And she just seems to kind of become a parody of herself. Like, now she's on AT&T commercials. Like, girl, you're talented. So talented. I have an unexplained sort of hatred for those property brothers, and I'm not even sure why, but I'm not a fan. (laughs) They seem kind of douchey. (laughs) Yes, maybe that's it. Question number six. The Eastern Conference NBA team who won the NBA championship in 2021 is the Milwaukee Bucks. Question number seven. The musician that was the subject of the 2005 biopic Walk the Line is Johnny Cash. One of my all-time favorites, Roy Orbison, also boasted that nickname, The Man in Black. Yeah. Fun facts. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Peanuts, Green Day, Buffalo Bills, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Bones, Milwaukee Bucks, and Johnny Cash. And all of those answers include slang terms for money. Kelly and I are all about them, Benjamins, am I right? <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. Uh. 
And then we're like, wait, KOA has plumbing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very exciting. <laughs> Cha-ching. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was gay genres. The best kind of genre. Yes. <laughs> and the question that went with this anagram was, first published in 1847, what was the debut novel of English author Anne Bronte? This novel follows a governess as she works within the families of English gentry. And the answer is Agnes Grey. Gay Genres scrambles up to be Agnes Grey. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com. And our website is TriviaTimePodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. This week's Background and Answer Break Music was Documentary by Coma Media. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later taters! taters. Kate Winslet. Surprise, I included this movie in this round. Wow, what? <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it, not just for the uh, lovemaking scenes, which I'm not going to complain about. I thought it was a gorgeous picture, and I don't think very many people liked it, but whatever. It was a bit slow, but I did like it. It was pretty. You know, I actually don't think that Sersha's character was developed enough. Whereas Kate Winslet's performance was incredible. Yes, Kate was better. We'll just say that Kate topped Sersha in more ways than one. <laughs> True. <laughs>